Hey everybody, welcome to Scandalous Grace. I am your host, Carla Swanigan, and I'm so glad that you're joining me for the podcast today. I just wanted to um, do a podcast today really quick. I'm actually in between classes here at Ministry School. Out in California, I am winding up my school year. I'm about to graduate in a couple of weeks, and I'm super excited and thrilled about that, but I'm also in the middle of like this huge transition of moving back home and um, just seeing what God has next for me. I don't know about you, but in those in-between places where you know that you aren't staying where you are, you know God's calling you to another place, but you don't really know what that's going to look like or how that's going to be, it can be a little disconcerting and um, unsettling and even for me like kind of scary. I'm a planner. I love to have a plan. I don't have to stick to the plan. I'm not rigid, um, but I love kind of having like an outline of what my day or my week or my year is going to look like. And God has been really shaking that up in my life a lot lately, over the past few years actually. And even coming out here to school was unexpected. It was a surprise. It was not something that I knew was going to happen in my life. This time last year, it all came about and. It's kind of been a wild ride ever since, but that's pretty much how my relationship with the Lord has been for our entire journey this past 12 or 13 years walking with Him. But I was sitting here in my apartment this morning in between classes and in between commitments and kind of running around trying to get a lot of stuff done before I have to leave, and I just really felt like the Lord put it on my heart to get this recorded today before it left my mind or before I forgot about it and got distracted with the busyness of the week and the day. And the thing he's been talking to me about really is, is exactly what I was saying, that, that in-between space and transition where you know you can't stay where you're at, but you're also not really sure what it's going to look like where you're going. I mean, I'm going home. Of course, I know what my family looks like and I know what it's like to be at home, but I'm different. I've changed here at school and I'm going back into an environment that, um, you know, I'm used to, and I'm not sure what God's holding for me there, what that's going to look like, even within my own family and my friends. And I, I also feel like God's telling me that there's something, there's a next level, next step with my ministry. I don't know what that is yet. And that feels weird, you know, to be two or three weeks away from moving back home and not knowing what's next. And he knows that's one of my biggest fears. That was my biggest fear about coming out here to school was, you know, I'm going to come out here for a year, graduate, and then not know what's next or feel like I, I'm kind of like exactly where I used to be, like nothing has changed. And even though internally I know so many things have changed, still on the outside, the exterior, I don't know that my circumstances in life have necessarily changed. I don't know what, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what that next step is. So um, while I'm waiting for him, I can tend to get into like a nervous anxiety or even a dreadful anticipation of the future. Instead of that excited expectancy that the Bible and the Holy Spirit wants us to have, right? Um, I hope that resonates with you. But what the Lord has been speaking to me is a verse that honestly has been my life verse, one of my life verses since I came back to the Lord in my 30s. And it's one that you're probably super familiar with. It's Joshua 1.9. It's actually Joshua 1, 6 through 9. But um, especially verse 9, he's really been pressing on me the past, gosh, 
probably five or six weeks. And it's one of those things that everywhere I went, I was hearing that verse. Like if, if I was listening to somebody on a podcast, they were talking about that verse. If I was at a message at church, that verse would come up or a friend would quote it to me or I would see it on an Instagram post or a Facebook message or something like that. It has been chasing me down even though it's a verse that I'm super familiar with. And um, I don't know if you know who Lana Vosser is, but she's a um, prophetic teacher and speaker from Australia. And she even did a post, um, a podcast recently. One of her episodes was about being careful not to be too familiar with verses that that God's put on your heart so that when he wants to speak to you through that verse, you're so familiar with it, you may not even recognize that he's trying to speak to you. And I think that's what was happening to me. I even, when I heard her teach about that, I was like, wow, like that's what's going on with Joshua 1, verse 9. And she recommended, you know, reading it in different translations so that you don't get too familiar with it. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I stopped everything I was doing right in that moment. And I grabbed, I have several uh, translations that I brought out here to California with me. And then of course, there's the Bible app on our phones, right? version Bible app. If you don't ha- have that, you should get it. You can have every translation right at your fingertips. It's awesome. But I started looking it up in different translations and just trying to read it with fresh eyes. And I even prayed and said, Holy Spirit, like, give me fresh eyes. I want to hear what you're saying to me about this verse in particular and why you keep reiterating it to me. And so I looked it up. I'm going to read it to you in the ESV. And this is God talking to Joshua right after, to give you a little context, it's right after Moses has died and God is telling Joshua to lead um the exiles into their promised land. You know, they've been in the wilderness for 40 years. It's time to go into the promised land. And God is talking to Joshua about being the leader and about going into the promised land. And I'm going to read it to you in the ESV first from verse six of Joshua chapter one, be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And here's verse 9, the verse that God's been highlighting to me. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed. For the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. And I was like, okay, that's how I've heard it forever. It's actually a sign that I bought and hung in my bedroom here at school. Be strong and courageous for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I know that you've been telling me to be brave. I've really been focusing on that this year. Coming out here was a huge risk, leaving my family, laying my ministry down, laying my radio show down. Everything that I did to come out here was a huge risk for me. I kind of felt like Abraham leaving my my friends and family and going to a land that I didn't know. And so I'm like, I'm get, you're telling me to be brave, which kind of scares me sometimes because I'm like, oh gosh, does that mean that there's more scary stuff coming up? But I don't think God means it that way. I think he just wants to say, hey, I'm, I'm with you where you're at. I'm with you wherever you go, just like this verse says, and, and be brave, take risks, step out because I'm with you. But I felt like, okay, I'm getting the brave thing. You've been telling me that all year, but I felt like he had something else in it for me. So I want to read it to you in another. I read it in the NAV, the NIV, the HCSB, the 
sorry, I can't talk all of a sudden, the HCSB, I read it in the Amplified, but then you guys, I read it in the message. And I haven't read the message in a really long time. It's one of the translations that actually helped me when I first came back to the Lord because it was such a fresh, contemporary way to read the Bible for me. After growing up Southern Baptist and, you know, and reading it in a certain translation my whole life, when I came back to the Lord, having the message, because I think it had recently come out um, when I first came back to the Lord, you know, like 14 or 15 years ago. And so I read it that way this time and I grabbed the message and I read it and I want to read it to you from the message. Here's what it says. Haven't I commanded you strength, courage, don't be timid. Don't get discouraged. God, your God is with you every step you take. And you guys, when I read it that way, the don't be timid, don't get discouraged hit me like a two by four upside the head. It just, it's like, you know, when God breathes fresh on a verse and just really highlights it, it could be something again that you've heard or read a million times, but it feels like fresh revelation to you. That's what was going on when I read it in the message. Don't be timid. Don't get discouraged. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's what you're saying to me about this season that I'm in right now with you, God, not knowing what to do. You know, being brave is one thing, but even hearing it as don't be timid, that was a big deal to me. You know, don't be meek, don't hold back, don't hesitate, step out and just go for it. That's how I interpret that sentence, don't be timid. But I'd always read it as, you know, do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever we, wherever you go. But to hear it said, do not be discouraged. And I was like, oh gosh, that's what you're saying to me, Holy Spirit. That's what you're trying to tell me right now. I'm feeling discouragement because I'm leaving something behind here at school and this awesome atmosphere of worship and godly teaching and awesome people that I've been around every day. And I'm going back home, not sure of what the future holds. And I was feeling a little discouraged about that. You know, I was hearing all the the lies in my head, like nothing has changed. You're the same. Everything at home is going to be the same. Nothing's going to change with your life or your ministry or your outreach. Um, this year was wasted. Why did you do this? Like all of that has been coming at me. And God was like, you know what? That's just discouragement, Carla. Those are just lies of the devil trying to discourage you and still the joy of this season that you're stepping into. And so I don't know who that's for today, but I really felt like God wanted me to share that. And I just want to speak that to you. I don't know what situation you're in. Maybe you're about to come to the end of a situation, the end of a season, um, and what you're stepping into. And especially if you're going to what feels like back to the, to the life that you had before, which it's good. Like, I'm excited to be with my friends and family again. That's not the issue. It's I don't know what the future holds. I don't know. I don't know what's next for my ministry. I don't know what's next in my life. Am I supposed to get a job? Am I supposed to stay in full-time ministry? Am I supposed to get back into broadcasting? What is God calling me to do? I don't know. But I know now that he's telling me not to be discouraged, not to feel hopeless, not to be timid or afraid about it. And I want to say the same thing to you. I just want to release um, encouragement to you. I want to tell you that things will be different. You're different. I want to say to you that God is good and wherever he's taking you, 
there's hope there waiting. He's already gone ahead of you and made a way. And even though we don't know what it looks like, if you're a planner like me and you like to have an idea, um, just put this vision in your head. God is there waiting for you. That's what it looks like. He has a schedule. He has a plan. And he is bigger than everything that would try and tell us that we need to control it or we need to plan it to be safe and be comfortable. That's just not true. God's got it. And he's a good father and we can trust him with whatever the future holds. So I hope that encourages you today. And I just want to speak that to you. Do not be discouraged. Joshua 1.9, the message translation. Do not be discouraged. Have hope. Have faith that you can trust your God. And just like it says in Jeremiah 29.11, another really familiar, popular verse. But it still rings true because it is. God's plans for you are good. He has a great future ahead of you. So step into it without timidity. Step into it with boldness. Step into it full of bravery, full of courage, full of the awareness that your God is with you wherever you go. Whether you're going back to your hometown, whether you're going back to your family, whether you're going back to that old job that you've already had once before, whatever that looks like for you, God is there and it's going to be different just because of that. And because you're different, you've changed whether you see it or not. So I encourage you with that today. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I just want to pray for you really quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up every listener and I release courage to them. I release hope. I release joy and strength and courage to step into this next season, whatever that looks like. For those of us that are um, going back to a place we've already been, help us to see it with a fresh perspective and new eyes. And Lord, I pray for everyone listening that you give them their verse, that you're speaking to them in this season, especially if, even if they're thinking of it right now. You know what? That one scripture keeps coming back to me. Maybe that's it. That is it. <laughs> Lord, I pray that you just highlight the scripture to them, highlight the word, their now word that you're speaking to them in this season. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you still speak. You're the voice of the Father to us. You're our comforter. You are the one that guides us. And so I just thank you for your prompting and your leading Holy Spirit. And I thank you that we hear your voice and a stranger's voice we will never follow. And just thank you, God, that your plans for us are good. And I pray that you give everybody listening, even as they're hearing this podcast today, my prayer and my heart for them, Father, is that they would, they would end this podcast with renewed hope and a hopeful, joyful expectancy of the goodness of God that's awaiting them wherever you're taking them next. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, I pray. Amen. God bless you guys, and I'll talk to you again soon. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. Hey, you guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Scandalous Grace. I am always so grateful that you are tuning in. Hey, if you're new to this podcast, you can always listen to previous episodes on my website, carlaswanigan.com. We have all of the episodes um, that we've previously aired posted there on my website. Plus, you can find out much more information about me and my ministry. We would love to hear from you. Contact us at scandalousgrace at carlaswanigan.com. Email us. Let us know what Jesus is doing in your life through this podcast. That would be such a blessing. And also, if you have a minute, if you could subscribe to the podcast and even rate it, that would be so helpful to me to get the word out to others about this podcast. 
I would really appreciate it. I hope you are having a wonderful day and I love you guys so much. Thanks again for tuning in and I will talk to you soon.